Hi, it's David Debbie here of the David Janovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now, you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and Dejanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. All right, thanks. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have a little something going on. Is it the On the Hill 2024 yeah. special coverage with Dave and Dejanovic? We love talking legislation for 45 days, especially. When we're in session, we love talking about the legislative session, the laws, the bills that are being passed, and uh, how it affects us. Because when we first heard this, by the way, no Debbie today, but don't worry, we got Mara Carabello <laughs> from KSL at night. I'm excited to be here, and I'll just note for those of us who are watchers of the session, nine days left. Nine <laughs> days left. It, do you take your vacation immediately after? So there's a rule at our house that during the legislative session, you are not allowed to make any life decisions. You can't You can't even decide a new haircut, but you don't decide to move. You don't decide family planning. You make no choices during the session. It's not good. And then, and then once you detox from the session, yeah, then, then you can start reevaluating exactly. your life. Then you, then you can <laughs> deeply consider your choices, but not during those forty-five days. So, yeah, we everybody takes after you, of course, get an obligatory cold the day after the session ends. Then you, yeah, then you take a vacay. Then you're like, yeah, I do want to go red with my hair. Then, yeah, <laughs> now, exactly now is the time. Right. I do think I'll go with a giant pink ponytail. Uh, okay, so. Part of of what I find so fascinating is you've got thousands of bills, or, or well over a thousand bills that are that are being filed. Uh, you know, maybe four or five hundred pass. I think we're only at like hundred and nineteen so far. Right. So there's a lot of bills that are going to be passed here in the next final nine days. Um, how does this trickle down and affect everybody else? So what is passed down from on high? Ultimately, it's got to work itself Yeah, down. I mean, such a great question. I think there's the adage that a lot of us believe, which is local controls the best, like the, the government closest to you is the best. So if you look at it from a state perspective, counties and cities are subordinate uh, to the state. They're sort of somewhat at the whim. Um, and so there's county governments, and then there's also uh, most of us live in cities. And those are the ones that are closest to us. But this, the relationship between state funding, um, what's really cool is I don't know that many people pay attention to the associations that exist and advocate on their behalf. There's an association called the Leagues of Cities and Towns, and it represents, I'm going to get the number right, the, wrong, but there's like something like 270 plus cities in the state. And it's a great question to ask, how are they being impacted? Cameron Deal joins us right now from Utah's League of Cities and Towns. And uh, I'll be interested to hear your take on this, the the 45 days of, all right, hold on, let's see what happens. Well, thank you for having me. And I I agree with Mara. No life decisions can happen during this time. (laughs) Uh, We basically kiss our families goodbye uh, at the start of the session and then get reacquainted after the session. And my, my young daughters have a paper chain on the wall where they track the days of the session until dad comes home. 
uh, because of just how insane it is up here at the Capitol. So thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I, that's a heartwarming story, Cameron. Um, so, okay, I'm going to start with the big question. How do you keep up with all these bills and um, how many are you actively tracking right now uh, as you watch what's going on? Yeah, we have a phenomenal team here at the league. I'm the director, and I actually started the league as an intern way back when in 2006. And so when I started here, um, I we were tracking less than 100 bills on average each year. Uh, for the last few years, it's been more than double that. And as of yesterday, we were tracking uh, 220 bills. And the reason I say as of yesterday is because more bills have come out today, and we'll be tracking those. So, so at this time of the session, it's it's all hands on deck, and we have a phenomenal team uh, within the league. And then we also rely on what we call our extended family of city managers and attorneys from other cities, and we, we are in hourly conversations with them about all these different bills. From a city perspective, what's stressing you out the most? <laughs> other than there's only uh, nine more days to go, uh, I think the biggest issue that we are facing across the state is how do we plan for growth and what does that mean in each part of the state? Uh, we often preach here at the Capitol that one size misfits all. And that's because we represent, uh, Mara, I'll give you the exact number, 255 cities, towns, and metro townships. And each of them has a unique story. The challenges and opportunities in Salt Lake City are different than St. George, which is different than Richfield. And part of our job is to make sure that legislators understand that when they're looking at these different policy levers, what are the impacts going to be in different communities? And so we work hard to bring that perspective and then also foster a spirit of partnership with the state. Because at the end of the day, we all represent the same constituents and we're all focused on ensuring the quality of life of those constituents uh, both today and tomorrow. Cameron Deal, thank you for joining us. We appreciate your time. And uh, Mara, one final thought is so often we hear from Republicans in the legislature, local control, local control, local control. And as you heard Cameron say, you know, we used to track 100 bills and now it's, it just it has exploded. Is there a little bit of a sense right now on the Hill that this local control is being wrested away from some of these cities and towns with these big passed down plans from the legislature? Huge problems for cities are unfunded mandates. You know, we want you to do this and they don't give the sources to do that. Um, and, and the other big question is this issue of who gets to decide what and the heavy hand of the legislature, because cities are subordinate to it, can often create problems for city government. When we come back, former President Trump's attorney has managed to take the focus off the 2020 election interference in, in Georgia and place it on the person prosecuting the poss with a possible conflict of interest case.